Hello, everybody. Welcome to the About That Life podcast. I'm Will Ramirez. And I'm Octavia Ramirez. And this is episode 46 of the About That Life podcast. We are almost at one full year's worth of podcasts. That's pathetic. I know. And it's because it's actually been, th- what, two and a half? Two, almost two. be two years. Two years. <laughs> two calendar years. Two calendar years of quote unquote doing this podcast. Um, you, we don't need to tell you how inconsistent it's been lately. Um, so forgive us. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> no, just regular sorry. Yeah. It's just like, uh, it, like I honestly, we love doing this. I love doing this. Um, but like we got a lot of stuff going on and then like, you know, I still have a full time job throughout the week and I come home. You know, you've been working from home all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been doing other things. And it's just like after you eat, you get that like sweet, sweet There's like no sleep. better feeling. In fact, like I've been suffering with insomnia lately. Yeah. But like I am fine to like go to sleep right after dinner. Oh, like, yeah. That's the time where I'm like, I wish I was this sleepy at night. Yeah, I know. And it's weird because then, then it's just like you kind of get, get a second wind and then, uh, you know, you watch a couple episodes of Friends as you do. A <laughs> uh, couple, several, several episodes of Friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a rough time for me. It's like reliving the 90s for me because mm-hmm. I didn't watch Friends voluntarily the first time around. Yeah. And now I'm involuntarily watching it again. Now. now, at least, the, at, at least, well, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but like, because now on Netflix, you can binge through it mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, let's get this <laughs> 10 seasons over with, uh, in like two weeks. And then, okay. It hasn't been that bad. Yeah. No, no, because we're only halfway through. Yeah. So some context for our listeners, cause you never give context. Hey, hey we're in about that life. So we're just going <laughs> to jump into it. So. I was never allowed watching Friends as a kid, mm-hmm. like in the 90s or in the early 2000s or whatever. Um, and it's not even that like I wasn't allowed and I like desperately wanted to. Like I right. could I could care less. And the odd times where it was on TV and, you know, you're just kind of it's on and whatever. Mm-hmm. And my mom would walk in the room. She'd be like and she'd kind of like hang around for a second or two. And she'd be like, ah, oh, turn this off, you know, like. We get in trouble for kind of, like not for watching a show we weren't even really watching in a way. Right. So yeah, clearly we weren't allowed to watch Friends, but we were allowed to watch like The Simpsons and other things. But anyways, so I never really watched the show. Like I've seen like a few clips and episodes here and there, just give or take. Like when I was living in university with friends, if with my friends, if they happen to be watching it, I'd be like, oh, okay. So I know all the characters. I know their quirks and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I never watched, like, from season one, episode one. Did you know? Like, storylines. And I knew, like, Ross and Rachel have a thing. Well, but spoiler did you, alert. did you know they were on a break? No, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> like, I knew that Ross and Rachel have always been, like, on and off. But I never knew, like, what was that first thing that made them go off. Right. And then the constant on and off. So... Yeah, so that's the thing is I never really watched Friends. And so right now I didn't really have a show to watch. So I was like, you know what? It's like I know that Friends is funny enough to get like a chuckle or two out of me. And Mm. sometimes that's all you need in a day while you're like having a lunch break. So I was like, okay, let me just put this on. And yeah, like again, I didn't expect any more than to just get a chuckle or two. And and sometimes there's some episodes where it's pretty funny. And then some where I'm just like, "Eh, eh, eh. 
the first few seasons, as you were rewatching them, I was like, wow, this show does not hold up. The later seasons, as I guess it becomes a little bit more contemporary, okay. um, they do feel like they're holding up a little bit. Hold up to what? Like, like they're still kind of like, okay, these are still a little bit more funny. Like yeah. the first few seasons well, the, the were just like... I was watching last night was really funny. Like, I actually think Phoebe is probably the funniest actor mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. But like the funniest, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Like, her quirks are funnier. She doesn't yeah. have to really say much to get a laugh, which no. is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then, like, Joey is technically supposed to be, like, the funny guy. He's but not But he's funny. not really that funny because he just plays dumb. Whereas yeah. Phoebe's, like, quirky and, like, and witty. She's she's probably the most complete character. Yeah. Her and Monica, I'd say, are the most complete characters. Yeah, you kind of know how they're going to react to certain things and... I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, this totally was not meant to turn into like an analysis like on Friends. Analysis. But no, it's kind of cool now. So now as an adult, first of all, like from season one, I think they're like maybe 26, 27 years old. Yeah. Which I'm just like, that is weird because I just turned 30. So that made me really feel old because Friends was always like, oh, those older like adults yeah. living in New York, right? So now to watch it and be like older than their current age on the show, on the show. And that's just that weirded me out quite a bit and then now that now that you've sort of passed that sort of like friends age life stage yeah, yeah. do you feel like is an accurate portrayal of urban life in the 20s and i think as far as like their economic status even though like monica's apartment's huge or whatever it doesn't really matter but like i feel their economic status is pretty reflective of like i guess millennials now today yeah or that age group now. So they're what? Gen X? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Gen they're X. In like fi- or, they're in yeah. their 50s now. So, yeah. So that I think was an accurate portrayal. But the like, con- this is why I realized I wasn't allowed to watch this show. Because even now as an adult, I'm appalled at the level <laughs> of constant. Of sexual innuendo? Of, yeah. Not even innuendo. Just like, and that's all the show is. It's literally like, oh, hey, Ross, where are you going? Oh, I've got a date tonight. Oh, who is it? Next day. Hey, Chandler, where are you going? Oh, I saw this girl and hot girl next door. I'm going to go ask her out. It's literally all about dating and sex. Yeah. And it's kind of getting boring in that sense. Like, I just wish there was something else. That's where Phoebe adds a lot of the quirks, I think, because she's not as much involved in that level. But... Oh my gosh, this is totally a friend's I, analysis. <laughs> I know, and it's totally not even what we're talking about, but it, it, we'll just go with it. Because the one thing that I've, I actually caught myself yesterday when I was like, I'm like, why do I not like this show? And it's not that I hate the show. Yeah. Like, I'll chuckle. you're bitching and moaning every time I put it on. No, because it's like, whatever, I'll chuckle. And it's like, you're right. Like, it's like either we put so this on now. You, I'm like, did I just hear her laugh? Well, it's like it's either we put this on now or we spend an hour just like scrolling, scrolling through, through Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Like at least with friends, you know, I will get a chuckle, hopefully. Like, yeah. Like I know I can't even get that when I watch like some, if, or oh, God forbid you happen to be around and the TV just keeps going and like Big Bang Theory Oh comes my God. On. Like, not only do you not get a chuckle, like you actually, it elicits anger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's always the case because it's like, you'll watch a show or you'll be watching something. And then like the next thing after that is it's the, always Big Bang. it's always the Big Bang Theory. So whatever you're watching right now, the next thing is the Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> Other shows that I think like 
are like, okay, I'll get a chuckle that most people that I know you're kind of like, oh, this show sucks is like two and a half men. Sucks. I actually, again, they were, the reason. But if you're, if you're like appalled by like the sexual content of friends and two oh, and a half yeah, men was like another really level. No, no. Cause when I lived in Edmonton, like after work. That was kind of the, I guess, prime time. Not really prime time. It's like that dinner time. Well, that was the most like, popular sitcom of its time. Two and a half men? Two and a half men. Of its time when? Of its time. 2000 like, to 2005? Yeah, like two, like early, mid-2000s. Yeah. It, so, it was the number one show on television at the time. Oh, but now Big Bang Theory. And now it's the Big Bang Theory. So these like crappy CBS comedies are... Yes. But I actually found that Two and a Half Men, like I'd get like... Because it was a little bit witty, right? Like it had that sarcastic humor yeah. that like Big Bang... I think they try to be sarcastic and it just comes out way too obvious. The whole... Like, it's because like... Chandler's, Chandler's character is reminiscent or is akin to Charlie Sheen's character. Yeah. Because he's just there to like make fun of whatever ha- is happening exactly, in, in the right, show, exactly. right? Exactly. So... So yeah, two and a half men. Yeah, I'd get like a chuckle. I'd just kind of sit there eating my dinner, and it happened to be on right. Um, another one is uh, How I Met Your Mother. Like it uh, has its moments. I know these are, these are all network shows that you don't like, but I think like okay, I, I know like it's not the worst. Do you know what I mean? Like I could watch worse things, and you know I could. Oh, yeah. oh I know you can go <laughs> anyway, there. Anyway, so yeah, so I've been re I've kind of I've now introduced myself to friends. Um, yeah, but see, you're so lucky because like when you were watching it the other day and like, it was like, it was like a cliffhanger ending and you didn't even notice that it was a cliffhanger. Yeah, true. <laughs> it was like, cli- I'm like, I like, had, who is, who's Ross going to choose? Oh yeah. Right. It's when they go into like, when they're at the beach or whatever. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh hi. When you told me, I was like, wait, didn't we just watch this episode? Cause it like repeated the last like two, three minutes yeah. of the previous. And you're like. Oh, yeah, because that was a cliffhanger season finale. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, great. <laughs> yeah, see, like, those things are, like, lost My cliffhanger on... was, like, two minutes, like, but see, eight like, seconds long. <laughs> in that, like, eight seconds of, like, the Netflix countdown was, like, months of, like, entertainment tonight and, like, entertainment talk shows being like, oh, my God, who did Ross pick? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, months and months of that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what, just, like, the oversaturation of how popular that show was kind of yeah. annoyed me. Yeah. And the fact that, again, it was because I had an older sister who ruled the remote mm-hmm. during prime see, time. This is what I don't understand is how was she allowed to watch this show? Well, uh, single mom one who often worked evenings. Okay. Right. So we were just, <laughs> we're totally calling out uh, uh, your uh, sister right now. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were raised by television. Yeah. Um, well that's like my, our, my guilty pleasure <laughs> was those like sleazy talk shows, daytime talk shows like Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ricky. Ricky. Yeah, Ricky Lake. Lake. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I was forced to go summers. through all that. <laughs> Listen, I, I could tell you all about Days of Our Lives in the 90s because I had an older sister who ruled See? the remote. Oh, man. Because she's, yeah, I guess she's a little bit, quite a bit older than I am because, like, I didn't watch soap operas. Like, that was too much. It was too boring. Like, I just, I couldn't keep up with the drama. Anyways. Yeah, but you don't know about when, like, Marlena got possessed and then she got oh, kidnapped. Oh, you about that crazy show, right, with the monkey? No, 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 no. That's, uh, oh, I can't remember that stupid show. That was, that came oh, on right after. My girlfriends were obsessed with that show. And, like, I remember. Yeah, with, like, the stupid doll. and There was, like, like a witch with, like, a monkey yeah. on her back or something. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. And uh, I'm just like, do you guys honestly. Passions? Passions. <laughs> <laughs> I, like. Passions was brutal, even for a soap opera. 
Yeah, I was like, are you for real right now? Like, yeah. you guys actually watch this show? Uh, so anyways, it, you know what? It's just something I put on during my, like, daily lunch break because I work yeah. from home. But you know what? I pinned it down to why. Why you don't like why it. Why I don't yeah. like it. And it's just like, um, I'm not going to say I was ahead of my time, but I think I was ahead of my time. Okay. But, like, that three-camera, like, sitcom style, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really, like, it. it it's boring to me. Like I'm, I'm like watching it. I'm like, this no, is like, we watched fresh Prince and you still like that. Yeah. I mean, that was a little bit, di- that, I mean, that's different. Cause I at least connected with the characters and, and like, but even, even that, like watching it again, it's just like, ah, uh, this, like this, like formula of like, you know, didn't set up joke, but I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the rhythm of these like sitcoms is kind of like, yeah, okay. obviously, but that's what it was like popular, right? No, From, like, I get it. I get it. Onwards. And that's why like Seinfeld was so revolutionary because it was still that kind of like three camera, same like stupid setup. Yeah. But like the pace of like the jokes was like really like weird and oh, like a okay, yeah. and like a completely saying. different rhythm yeah, to the comedy. Have, like you know, on Friends, it's like okay, Ross says something, Joey responds, and, and then Chandler's gonna have some smart ass remark. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like yeah, like you said, like the one, two, three hit. Yeah, it's literally thing. just like a beat. You could play music yeah, to it. Yeah, you know that's I mean? right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, which is like you're right. Seinfeld had this weird, is like off, and yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, and then like. Yeah, just like the way it cuts through the things. Even the cuts like, in Seinfeld were so random. It almost felt like it would cut mid-scene. Yeah. Like, there was no resolution to a scene sometimes. Yeah, it's a show about nothing. It's changed the game. <laughs> changed the damn game. Yeah, it really did. Um, Wait, were they on NBC at the same time as Friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Amen. Who was the executive at NBC at that time? Uh, I don't know, but like NBC owned Thursday. It was Must See TV. Must See TV with Fresh right. Prince too, right? Uh, yeah, Fresh Fresh Prince bounced around a little bit. It was like on Sundays, and then it couldn't compete with The Simpsons. And then I think it was on Mondays at some point. Ah, the nineties were the best. Yeah, it was pretty. If awesome. you could have been okay, so you were a kid in the nineties. Yeah, same with myself. What age would you have? Would you have wanted to be? I would have rather been a college student. No, a high school student in the nineties. In the nineties, maybe like a high school student in the nineties. I mean, I started high school in the nineties. I was nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety eight. Oh shoot! Yeah, so there you go. You all know my age now. (laughs) (laughs) So I started grade nine in nineteen ninety eight, and yeah, I mean, Friends was sort of in the middle of its run. Fresh Prince was just wrapping up. Seinfeld was like going crazy at the time. Interesting. It was a uh, it was a good time. Hip hop yeah, was good. Yeah. See, you are you have a little bit more of like a recollection, like a conscious recollection of the nineties. You know, it's funny or- how much you remember. It was like watching this show, and I'm just like, wow, I know every plot point within like five seconds of the thing. I'm like, okay, I know this episode, I and I'm just like, I swear. And it's just like the thing is like it was also syndicated afterwards. Yeah. So it was on like right. TBS like twenty four seven. All the time. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So Unfortunately, what's the, what's by osmosis. What's the verdict? What's the verdict for you and friends? Like, I if think you were to go to your grave. <laughs> <laughs> if this was the thing, this is the mountain I'm going to die on and say, do you like friends or not? This is going to determine your fate. <laughs> it's true. If someone held a gun to your head and said, okay, well, but you don't know what their preference is. The shooter, right. you don't know what his preference is. Right. <laughs> what would you say? Oh man. Do you I, like friends or not is the question. I think I think generally 
Yeah, I do. Okay. Like, I, I, I accept so it. So if a guy was holding a gun to your head, you'd say, uh, yeah, like, generally, yeah. You know what? It's you a know, yes or no answer. I'm the nuanced guy. I'm always in that, <laughs> no, like, can't be uh, I love aspects of it. I love, like... <laughs> what do you love about it? Um... I, I always one thing this is weird. Twenty minutes of talking about friends. Yeah, we're not gonna get to the other thing. This is a friends episode. Let's just say it. Call you it what talk it about is. Handmaid's Tale after too. Oh man, uh, <laughs> what a stark contrast. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Next feel good show of yeah. the of the twenty tens. Oh, I have a transition. But yes, what do you like about <laughs> okay. Friends? Hang on to that segue. We're gonna need it. Yeah. Um, what do I like about Friends? One thing I always liked about Friends. Um, you spill something on yourself. I spilled some hot tea, but it's all good. Hot tea. Hot tea. Okay, so the one thing, one thing, and this is completely going to show my like uh, video film guy nerdiness. I always liked the colors. It was always, yes. it was always very, like, it was very pleasing the colors. Purple. Yeah. Um, I liked that it was like New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that Friends is not as New Yorky as I would have. It's liked it's to. not because none of the characters are really like New Yorky, you know, There's stereotypical. Joey, yeah, he's that's it. he's really like the only guy. The rest are like probably more likely the kind of people you're expected to meet in New York, which is people from elsewhere. That's true. Yeah. Um, I always wondered how they can afford that place, but I think now rewatching it, I understand that the apartment was like. Monica's grandmother's or something like that and it's been like mm-hmm. handed to her see and this is why like even in episode one and this is a spoiler alert for if you're one of those like me who never really watched friends but episode one you can't say spoiler alert 20 years after the thing aired. <laughs> <laughs> no because sometimes you try to reveal things to me I'm like ah, ta, ta, ta. yeah I need to watch this so it's interesting that like how Rachel kind of came into the group and, yeah. like, I never knew that Rachel, Ross, and, like, Monica all went to, like, high school together. And that Ross and Chandler were college, college roommates. And, like, yeah. all of that. Like, I didn't really know the connection. However, they never really made a connection. Monica and Phoebe used to be roommates. But we still don't know how Monica and Phoebe met. Yeah. Well, that was always, that was, yeah, that was kind of always the joke. It's just, like, you're the, the one who can go, like, here or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? like, where are you from? And then Joey, we also don't really know that connection either, think well he was just he was another roommate. he was just the guy who lived across the hall and then became but then how know. did chandler and joey become roommates i, I think know. they addressed this but i don't remember now i don't know anyway so you like the colors you like the new yorkiness um <laughs> i liked um i liked i i i always remember like some of the special guests that they had oh yeah like all the, like there the, was that one season you could tell they popped off because they got all these celebrity guests yeah well like, i remember one episode i'm just like oh yeah i remember this this was a super bowl episode uh-huh. and you're like what i'm like yeah this came on right after the super bowl right after the cowboys oh, won the super bowl wow <laughs> go cowboys yeah <laughs> that's hilarious yeah um, because that was like the big thing. It's like, oh, special friends yeah, episode post Super Bowl. Oh, you remember this? And like, that was like the one with like Van Dam in it, and like that's right. I know. Well, it wasn't. There's a Super Bowl episode, but there's no like. No, 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 not yeah. the Super Bowl episode. Like yeah. the Super Bowl special. Special, okay. Right? Van Dam, Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, I loved, I liked the episode with like Brad Pitt later when Bruce Willis comes on. Mm. Like, like okay. I, well, just sorry, I'm not there yet. <laughs> you keep asking me, have you seen the Brad Pitt episode yet? Which is funny because I've actually seen that episode oh, okay. already. Yeah. So I know the I hate Rachel Green Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know all that. So. Because I'm sure it was like the Brad Pitt episode, like it's always on TV. Yeah, and I I, I really liked the guys in the episode in the, in the show. I guess. What do you like about them? I don't know. They they just like they weren't so like up their ass. They were just they seemed more normal. Yeah, that's true. Than the girls who seemed to have, and I guess that was a '90s thing, a different time when you know the girls get the two dimensional booby characters, and the guys get a little bit more depth to their character. You know, really? Ross is like a paleontologist who's uh-huh. divorced and can never, you know, and he yeah. just sucks at yeah. everything except yeah. being a paleontologist. Yeah. Um, Chandler's got this like, you know, crazy parental history. His dad's yeah, like dancing in drag in Vegas. Um, <laughs> wow, you know so much. <laughs> well, like again. Because <laughs> we're repeating it now. Yeah. You know, and then, but like. But you're right. Monica is definitely, and Phoebe are definitely the deeper two women characters. Rachel's a write-off. It's just like, she's just the pretty one. She's a, pr- yeah, she's a pretty rich girl. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But you mean she did want to, she's like, I want to be my own woman and like be a career woman. Yeah, but you know what annoys me about that? And like, you know, I, as I'm watching the show again, it's like. Looking back to it, it's like, okay, it's she's still so, like, boy crazy mm-hmm. that it's just, like, she can't even hold a job without trying to ask whatever dude walks in the door. Yeah, well, that's the character she's playing, a ditzy, boy crazy. Yeah. Like... I don't like that. It's just like, it, it, yeah, it's it's not a really compelling character, obviously. No, Even with Monica, it's like okay, she's very competitive. She was has an inner fat girl. Yeah, like, there's yeah, she's a little bit more exciting. Which I used to always think she was the dull character when watching it on TV. Previously. No, no, it's Rachel. I think yeah, I think Rachel's probably the least funny character. That's and true. it goes back to my theory that sexy is not funny. <laughs> yeah, but Monica's attractive too she's attractive but they play that down yeah, quite a do, bit because she's the inner fat girl yeah yeah but she still has like she's like quirky and like yeah. still like you know still kind of like a nerd and a dweeb yeah, inside true. right always like kind of yeah she doesn't realize that she's like skinny and pretty now so in the long term what effect do you think friends has had on larger society <laughs> and uh the female psyche in modern urban cultures okay well i do i know you're making you're making a joke right now but i remember friends used to always be criticized of being too white yeah right like never had like really any black characters or anything like that which just because there's not black characters doesn't mean it's too white mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah um, although I, I guess we haven't gotten this far yet. We're only halfway through the series. Oh my God. I can't believe how long <laughs> this show ran. It yeah. seems like forever. Well, they keep recycling the same stories like every several episodes. But anyways, it's like, t- no, but Ross dated an Asian woman yeah. like in season one. Yeah. And like, so now I'm watching this like with kind of knowing already the cultural context in no. the back of my mind. See, now I have to like, I can't even talk about it freely because they're, they're spoilers to you, I know apparently. there's a black woman that comes later and later on, and I'm pretty sure Ross dates her as well. Ross is the multicultural guy. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like, okay, I think that was maybe a bit of an unfair judgment on like society's part of friends because like, I don't see a lot of diversity on that show like Girlfriends or Martin or even Fresh Prince for that matter. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's different like, because when the balance of power is in the other is is it's in always the, and like 
I'm not white, but I can sympathize with white people in the fact that it's like, okay, they can never do anything right. I mean, Seinfeld did the same criticism. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Well, Seinfeld's too Jewish. <laughs> well, Se- <laughs> Seinfeld would always just say, like, I made a, a, a show about my friends and the people who were around me. And they happen to be Jewish. They happen to be, yeah, Jewish or white or whatever, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I think, I, I do think they, like, they did whitewash it a bit, I think. Yeah, and, like, look at the white people that we know. Like, groups of white people. How many of them have, like, they usually have one token Asian of some sort? Yeah, whether it's... Whether that's one, like, brown person or one Asian person. Like, yeah. East Asian person. So, like, maybe it is actually indicative of society, right? And, like... It's it's rare to find friend groups where you have multicultural, like almost one of every every flavor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I'm not defending it, but I, I'm understanding of the fact that like it, you can't criticize both ways because a lot of these black shows only have black characters. No, but or that, they have a token Hispanic. Again, that's it. I see that as a completely different thing because like the balance of power, like you can't. Like, it, it's like, okay, we were watching that Rachel Dolezal uh, documentary last night. So, the... the so, how... what is, like, the average white person to do? No, no, no like, let me just, let me get okay. get through this. So, it was like, the, you know, she was the person who claimed her identity as black. So, she's, she's transracial. Trans yeah. Um, but it's just like, okay, that's, like, a thing that she can say and do. But, like, a black person can't go and say... Oh, I'm really a white person inside. Yeah, there was that black guy that said, I'm, I was born a black male. <laughs> I really identify as a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the hilarious thing is, the person that came to my mind was Rachel Green, the character. I'm like, this guy thinks he's Rachel Green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, like, that's the thing. Is, is like, it doesn't work one way. If, like, it worked both ways, then, like... You know, if there was an equal representation just in general in the media and in, and in uh, like the media landscape at the time of like black, white and just like um, like ethnic diversity, then, yeah, you could say, OK, well, why isn't Martin so uh, diverse or why isn't Fresh Prince so diverse? Which like, you know, it's because like they had their part of their agenda or why isn't the Cosby show so diverse, which is the Cosby show was very diverse. Only within their own family. Uh, <laughs> it's like, why is that girl so light skinned? And like every, the other kids are not. And then the other one is like, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. But then they also had like, you know, different musicians come on and like, you know, they still, you know, even on fresh Prince, like he, he had white friends, you know, like yeah. at, at the school know, and stuff like that. Always, like, like made fun of them. But they were at the end of the day, they were kind of still friendly, right? Yeah, they're friendly. But like, if a white show had done that, think about it. Yeah, again, I don't make the rules. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't make the rules, but it is like it's bec- like part of the reason that you, yeah, you look back and you notice that is yeah because the whole thing was unfair at the time, right? Yeah. Friends was like that, and Fresh Prince was like that, and yeah. that's that's just how it was, right? Yeah. Even now, like. You know, like Big Bang theories, they have the one brown guy, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, right? every show has their token Indian person now. Yeah, exactly, and that's sort of like the accept. Like, and there's now the whole like notion of like um, the what do they call it? Like the acceptable, the acceptable ethnicities or whatever. How oh, like yeah. all these like yeah. white supremacist <laughs> we guys? We made it, y'all. <laughs> well, like all these like white supremacist guys are lo- they love Asian girls, 
right? Oh, and they so love weird. like dating Asian girls and whatever. And it's just like, oh yeah, they're like the like superior minority or something like that. There's just, like, <laughs> there's like a term. Number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird number two. <laughs> well, not yeah. me, but anyway. Yeah, so it's like, and there was that that book like Tiger or something that Asian woman wrote about like how like Asians are you know superior to all other minorities because they oh i've come never here. heard of that yeah that's yeah, yeah. really interesting yeah it's really like it like the economics of the whole thing doesn't ultimately break down because if you look at the kind of you know immigration that you get into um like north america from like asian countries mm-hmm. it's like one you know black people didn't really choose to come to north america mm-hmm. um they just were kind of brought here um and then people coming in from like europe asia you know, you it takes a lot of money to get here, so that already filters out like a certain level of people. Yeah. So when you get here, you already kind of have a certain level of education. Yeah. So you're already set up to do certain things and, mm-hmm. and sort of start ahead of like the guys from El Salvador, Nicaragua, fleeing oh, civil war yeah, and stuff. For sure. So we beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We had an ongoing debate, even within the two of us, is who's better. <laughs> This is what marriage is, folks. You yeah, think you, it's all like lovey-dovey. It's a competition, <laughs> and I intend it to goes win. Back centuries. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, so we had an episode from I guess almost over a year ago called like our experience as an interracial couple, right. and that's actually our most popular episode. And it's one of our most downloaded, most yeah. downloaded episodes. But what we didn't tell you, and I think we might have actually said this, is that we constantly bicker about whose race is better. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> We're, we are a house divided. <laughs> are we, though? Because I'm pretty sure we settled this debate. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. Okay. Well, I'll go back and listen to that episode and see what uh, what conspired. But but yeah, anyway, like, like TV, you know, you look back then to now, and it's not much better now. And 20 years later, you yeah, know, like... That's true. Like who, who's like I get Blackish has done a good job. I think they've done a they've done probably been the closest since like the Fresh Prince. To yeah, because like, his coworkers are all pretty diverse. To like, but like even just in terms of like advancing like the perception of of like black people in culture, I think like since like the Fresh Prince, like at least on network television, like what other show has come along since then? I don't know. After you know, because ne- Fresh Prince came in after the Cosby Show. Yeah, and then. Then after that, after it was that, just like it was really nothing. Yeah, like after like Family Matters, Fresh Prince, Martin, like all these like other black comedy shows, sitcoms. Like there really wasn't anything after that '90s generation. Yeah, so. I think I think maybe my people had something to do with that because George Lopez's show was trash. Well, because after the two, yeah, around the 2000s was like the Latin invasion. Yeah, which was like Ricky Martin living music, La Vida Loca, J Lo, Puerto Ricans everywhere, Puerto Ricans everywhere, <laughs> and like that failed miserably. This is why my argument of whose race is better holds up. Hey man, we're in the Supreme Court. We got Puerto Rican in the Supreme Court now. Sotomayor, Sotomayor, <laughs> Sonia Sotomayor. Mayor means better. Better. <laughs> what does Soto mean? It means way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that failed miserably. Um, George Lopez tried to have a show, flopped, and yeah, that was it. So, good try, guys. I don't really see like Meet the Sings on on TV either. Well, 
we're still we're getting there we're getting there we're like infiltrating slowly and building a solid foundation you know a solid stable foundation over a longer term yeah (laughs) i think i really don't care to see brown people on tv to be honest like i and i know exactly why they're not there because their parents would never allow them (laughs) (laughs) well hassan minaj apparently is going to have a new show on either a netflix show or like a network show i hope it's on netflix yeah i think so yeah yeah so he's he's pretty good so there you go see Mm, what (laughs) well i guess you guys have jane the virgin so congratulations on that (laughs) god (laughs) yeah we had jane the virgin what was the other one um ugly betty ugly betty yeah and that's uh, cricket, cricket. well there was like that really crappy show with rob schneider where he's married to oh we have like what's her name from modern family oh yuck. Sophia yeah Vergara. yeah she's annoying. So annoying she's like just throwing the like latin in your face yeah like i'm latin. i'm colombian and like i'm colombian it's yeah. like you're annoying shut up <laughs> yeah that show dropped off like real quick Family, modern family. Modern family. It was it was funny at first. It was funny for like a minute, yeah. but then it's just like every joke is just like, oh look, these guys are gay. Oh look, these this guy's old and he's married to like a less yeah. old <laughs> a Latin woman. Yeah, but anyways, that's uh, that's what we've been watching. Guys. So we started talking about friends, ended up talking about how brown people are better. We're all brown. <laughs> You'll mm. all end up brown one day. <laughs> Just wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the other thing or should we just... Uh... No, let's just wrap it up. Let's just... That's good. That's good. All right. Plus, I got I to catch up on my friends. Okay. Like, I want to hear your thoughts. Like, what, sh- what shows... Number one, what shows are you rewatching right now? Because it seems like a lot of people are rewatching Friends. I know you have your theories on this. I do like... have a theory on it. Netflix, Netflix knows how to get you to watch something. It's just they just put it to the top. That's it. No, I know. But like, how is it that like when we were watching... Um, the Office? Yeah, everybody was watching The Office at the same time. Or How yeah. do you know everybody? Well, because I saw a lot of people that were like, oh yeah, I've been watching The Office. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, I think people just want something to watch like during the day. Or like just as like a passive thing to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say about Handmaid's Tale is if... Rachel Green was going, if this was Gilead, she'd be a handmaid. Oh, she'd for sure be a handmaid. Well, they'd all be handmaids. Oh, yeah. They're all bad. They all have, like, sex before marriage. I mean, Phoebe was essentially a handmaid (laughs) with her brother. (laughs) What? Oh, that's She she was a surrogate. (laughs) Spoiler alert again, 20 years later. So, (laughs) again, Phoebe was ahead of her time. That's true. That's a show that... I love it and I hate it because every time you're like, oh, you want to watch Handmaid's Tale? I'm like, oh, yes, I do. But like such a downer. It's it's pretty it's just w- such a downer to watch like at the end of my day. What's the most downer show? I'd say that. That's probably the worst one. Yeah. yeah. Like Prison Break in its day was like, oh, that God. wasn't a downer. Like, like it just his like his luck was very. Yeah. It was just <laughs> annoying because it's like, oh, he's almost going to bust out. And I by know. the end, it's going to be like, oh, he's almost going to get caught. Yeah, exactly. So that was a bit of a downer. But I think Handmaid's Tale is probably the most depressing and so, most most like raw show I've you know seen. what the thing is the thing is with handmaid's tales is like i, I love the show it's and so creepy it is very they've done a great job of like making it really creepy but the thing the thing for me is that it's so like 
I know that it's like it seems like feasible, but it's also like it's so far out there as far as like where fetched as far as like the philosophy, yeah, of like society going in that direction. Yeah, it's and that's what science fiction is, right? You play things out to like the full out extent and see like yeah. and then see what happens, right? Yeah. So it's like okay, it's good in is that it sense. Science fiction. Tech, to, you know, to an extent, yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic, like post-war something. Yeah, There's probably a word for it. We don't know, but yeah, we should do a whole analytical episode of Handmaid's of Tale. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, that's a downer. Yeah, um, yeah, but like when I think of like what's actually like what feels like more of a downer to me, not that like Handmaid's Tale is like the feel-good story of the year. <laughs> You know, before all the women come at me and be like, ah, you are the commander. commander. <laughs> <laughs> we can just start calling you of will. Oh, that's a terrible name. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, so it's like, for me, like, what's even more of a downer hey, is... I'm not your handmaid. Is, no. I didn't, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Um, and you ain't getting no handmaid, so... <laughs> rats. I was really looking forward to the one with the one eye. <laughs> been watching her for a couple episodes (laughs) hey what's the uh what's your thing my thing is atlanta i think is like depressing to me yeah atlanta's depressing but it's also like pretty funny yeah and that's what makes it more depressing the fact that it's like it is a technically like a very dark comedy i think dark comedy for me gets gets me more thinking about like Life. oh my god yeah, than like something that's just dark mm-hmm. right because it's like okay these characters you know they're still kind of finding a little bit of like life and like light and humor but it's just like cuz like even in your shittiest of shit situations in life you'll crack a joke or whatever you can laugh about something but, but the thing about Atlanta is that's current day real life for people in those situations exactly like handmade it's like fictional yeah. to an extent right but so yeah, that's why I think you're kind of like, oh, this is depressing because this is actually life. Yeah, because when I'm like watching Handmaid's Tale, sometimes I'm just like, how did anybody agree to this? Like, yeah, who? Exactly. Like, this woman came up with the plans, and now she's like, anyway, like I'm not gonna get into spoilers, and just yeah. like, like you thought of this? This was your idea? Are you stupid? Ah oh, man. Anyway, like. You know what? I haven't watched this much TV in my life since being married to you. It's the golden age of television. No. It really <laughs> it's the golden age of television, so we're that's why we're watching stuff from the 90s. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So anyways, on that note, I should get back to my friends. <laughs> yes. God knows what Ross is going to get himself into now. Oh, man. <laughs> um, anyway, that's been uh, another great episode about that's, that life start. That is our life, that, so... Yeah, so it's like, do you think, like, we didn't, and honestly, we did not plan on spending uh, 40 minutes talking about friends and television and, and all that jazz, um, but that's just how the life went. And we'll see you next week. All right. Ciao. Bye.